Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first and only regular legal podcast. My name's Tim Elliott, and I'm here with the managing partner of the Dubai-based legal firm, HBL Yamalaba and Plathka here in Dubai. Ludmilla Yamalaba, good to see you again. Good to be here with you, Tim. Now, today, Ludmilla, we've done a couple of podcasts on civil marriages uh, in the past. We're doing a new one today. It's big news. Civil marriages. If you are Muslim in the UAE, you can now get married in a civil ceremony at the Abu Dhabi Civil Family Court. Yes, and it is big news. Um, uh, As you uh, succinctly summarized it, uh, Muslims in the UAE can now actually opt for a civil marriage. Uh, and that's as long as they're not UAE nationals. Uh, mm-hmm. And they can do this uh, through the Abu Dhabi Judicial Department uh, or ADJD, and in particular, the um, Abu Dhabi uh, Civil Family Court. Uh, so a little bit of history as, as um, in terms of how this came to be. Uh, so by way of reminder, and we've talked about it in previous, previous podcasts, uh, in, at the end of 2021, Abu Dhabi introduced its own specific law, uh, which was previously called, uh, I think it was civil marriages or for non-Muslim expats. Right. And if my memory serves me right, I think that particular law, it was law number 14 of 2021, came at about in about November, October, end of October or November of 2021. Then, only about a month later, in mid-December of 2021, the name of that law was changed and so were some provisions. So literally just a month later. And so the non-Muslim and expat terms were taken out. And so, uh, and then it became ultimately the name was uh, the the name of the law became civil marriages and its effects. In other words, the the previous uh, not just a, a draft but pre- previous version of the law that referred to non-Muslim and expats, um, those phrases and those terms were taken out, uh, and uh, this became I guess perhaps it was logical because at that point in time also the UAE had amended its uh, its uh, citizenship law, uh, ultimately allowing perhaps for more uh, for more categories of people to apply for UAE nationality, which meant at that point in time and perhaps in the future there'd be more UAE nationals who are not Muslims. So that's why yeah. uh, limit, limiting it uh, to expats uh, would be unfair to those uh, UAE nationals uh, who are not Muslims. Uh, so that's why that particular term uh, was taken out of the law. That's obviously my my own speculation as to I wasn't I wasn't behind the scenes in drafting the law or amending it, but uh, certainly my analysis or, or interpretation of uh, of the events, and also um, uh, somehow in the process the non-Muslim uh, term was also taken out, which uh, back then just gave us a lot of uh, sort of a lot of um, pause uh, and sort of a scratching of our heads. Does this mean what we think it means? I.e., does this mean that this, these sort of civil services or civil marriages and resulting services uh, will become available to, to Muslims um, of the UAE? Uh, so while the language of the law uh, did not specifically make it very clear, 
clear that Muslims can also avail themselves of these services. Uh, there were no more limitations in the law, um, as was in the in the previous or in the original version, uh, to to these services and this law applying only to non-Muslims. Furthermore, there was a provision in terms of who can avail themselves of these services to there's a whole category, so there's a list of who can avail the non-Muslims so and so forth. But then the last kind of a catch-all or whoever else wants to benefit from basically this civil law. Uh, so that, once again, the kind of, we're also scratching our heads thinking, does that mean what we think <laughs> it means? Uh, so, and now it's been about a year and a half since the law was introduced. Uh, and since this particular law uh, comes out of, it's, it's Abu Dhabi law, and it's governed by, uh, it's under the umbrella of ADJD. And when you go on the ADJD website, it actually, so in addition, so remember, the law does not specifically state this service is available or this law is available for Muslims. Mm. Now, when you go on the ADJD website for these specific services, and that is the civil marriage itself uh, or the wills, uh, it actually clearly clearly as part of on the website, it says that this service is available for Muslims. Right. Um, so, and there's a bit of a difference here because as lawyers, we obviously only can rely on what's in the law. So the law does not clearly state this is available for Muslims, but it, equally so, it does not exclude Muslims, as was the case before. But the Abu Dhabi or the court uh, website that makes these services available and through which you apply for these services clearly states uh, that Muslims can avail themselves of these services. So that kind of scratching of our heads, you know, originally has basically, we're like, could could this be yeah, what we think it is, has now been confirmed. Uh, it actually is exactly what we were uh, secretly perhaps <laughs> hoping for, only because um, I've been practicing law in the UAE for almost 15 years now, and we've seen over the years, there have been so many, uh, so many requests uh, from Muslims. Uh, non-UAE nationals uh, from, let's say, Muslims from the UK, from France, from from the US, uh, who uh, wanted to, for example, either have a civil marriage uh, or have a will. And the answer is, was always, well, as long as you're Muslim in the UAE, you're considered uh, as a Muslim, and therefore you're subject to the UAE personal status law, which is based on principles of Sharia. Therefore, as a Muslim, in short, uh, you cannot vary that. Uh, so... Um, um, so that's how things used to be, but uh, this, our kind of speculation prediction of what this law, the purpose or the objective of this law was uh, what, uh, was going to be for the time being has proven true. Uh, so now for, uh, for purposes of Muslims wanting to get um, uh, married in a civil ceremony, it is now possible. So as per this, um, not just the law itself, but as ADJD's own expressed instructions, civil marriages are now available for Muslims. Muslims, except the UAE nationals, that service is not mm. available for UAE nationals, and that's also pretty specifically um, uh, stated on the website. Uh, now, all Muslims can avail themselves of these civil marriage um, uh, ceremony or and services, much the same way as uh, as these services are available for non-Muslims. So no more lawyers scratching their heads. I always think it's a good sign when a lawyer is not scratching their head because you've got something there written down that is explicit and you can refer to. Um, Also, your legal knowledge, Ludmilla, as ever, 
is so impressive. It is law number 14 of 2021. It is civil marriages and its effects in the Emirate of Abu Dhabi as well. So um, kudos for getting that exactly right, I have to say. I just re- I, I remember the evolution of that law. That's why I, <laughs> just, I even remember the dates. It was like November, December, just within <laughs> one month that the law was so substantively changed. It was really impressive and it was very hopeful. And so I'm glad that our hopes are coming true. It's the case here, isn't it? So much has changed. So much has progressed. Uh, uh, in very recent times. Let's talk a little bit more about civil marriages, what you need to do, how you apply, you know, the ins and outs. So one is, um, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts, uh, the uh, one of the b- big benefits of perhaps most court services in the UAE now, but certainly for the purpose of ADGD, is that everything is done online. Yeah. It's through ADGD yeah. website. Yeah. Now, you don't need to set up your own separate kind of court portal, as perhaps you may need to do with other courts, like the Dubai courts being one example. Uh, you log into ADGD through your UAE pass, uh, and uh, and as part of uh, as, uh, once you've logged in, though, you'll see a service that is basically for for civil marriages, uh, and um, uh, and you apply for for that service to, to basically civil marriage. Now, uh, the only documents you need to submit is basically your identification documents, and if you want to um, uh, to have a prenuptial agreement, you can also submit that, but it's optional. Uh, and if uh, there was a previous divorce or previous marriage uh, in uh, you, sort of in the couple, then they can also submit those documents that that marriage is no more, what either by virtue of, of divorce decree or a death certificate, for example. Uh, so, um, and that's basically it. And now this is uh, another has another perhaps um, significant benefit for Muslims uh, because previously for Muslims to get married in the UAE uh, they were always required to in addition to all the sort of the identification documents and such they were always required to have guardian approval uh, and and guardian uh, present there guardian approval and Mm. also um, medical tests Right. Uh, so th- those requirements were not um, were not present for non-Muslims getting married in the UAE, for example, through religious ceremonies. But th- that was those two requirements were always present for all Muslims getting married in the UAE. And so, uh, while medical test is perhaps not a, such a big deal, but with regards to getting guardian approval, it was a fairly significant uh, issue for many whose guardians don't live in the UAE. Because sure. remember, this applies to uh, Muslims of the uh, Muslim residents of the. UAE who are not nationals, which means expats. And if you're an expat, for many Muslims, they don't necessarily have families living here close by, mm. uh, i.e. don't necessarily have their parents, their fathers living here. And in for for Muslims, for a woman particularly to get married, she would have needed to have, as by default, um, father's approval, um, father's presence uh, for the marriage. And for many people, that was not an option because their parents were not here uh, so uh, or could not fly here. So easily, so this is a huge uh, benefit for all those Muslims who perhaps find themselves in those situations. Uh, and um, because here in under the ADGD, you don't need to present, uh, or you don't need to present your guardian's approval. So therefore, your father does not need to be there. Obviously, you can invite whoever you want to invite. Sure. Uh, but certainly, their approval and their sign off uh, and presence uh, for the uh, for the marriage itself is not required, which is a huge benefit. Uh, so um, so once you submit your application. Then the ADJD 
will send a link uh, or a confirmation that they've re uh, received your application. You also have to pay a fee. It's uh, 950 dirhams uh, or sorry, 300 dirhams for um, uh, for a simple application. But if you want expedited, uh, it's 2,500 dirhams. Uh, and then you will receive a confirmation from ADGD that they have received your application. Uh, and they will then, you can actually uh, request your wedding date, on which date you want to get married, but ultimately subject to confirmation um, confirmation by ADJD. Um, so um, then they follow up, uh, I mean, within a few days after you've submitted your application, and they'll follow up with actually the exact date when you can come and administer your marriage. Um, that, by the way, for the time being, still happens in physical form. Okay. Uh, so you actually need to travel to ADJD. Uh, or to Abu Dhabi uh, and present yourself to ADJD to have your civil ceremony conducted in uh, in in the presence of um, uh, the authorities and the judges and representatives there. Uh, so unlike, for example, uh, wills, uh, registration of wills, where it's all done online, for purposes of civil marriage, you still need to physically be present. Perhaps not a bad thing <laughs> because it is kind of a big life decision. Uh, so, so yeah, so then you get confirmation of when the, uh, the appointment is set and then you arrive uh, on the day of the appointment uh, with um, uh, the confirmation from ADGD that the, your application has been submitted and the, the appointment date and also a copy of your application, uh, your original documents, uh, obviously with your partner, <laughs> uh, to, with your spouse-to-be, your spouse uh, and also you can even invite your guests, um, so they also, they just need to present their identification documents, uh, and uh, it's a fairly quick process, uh, happens at ADJD. Uh, you sign the documents, and then shortly thereafter you receive your marriage certificate. Uh, now, for Muslims in particular, uh, so you, the marriage certificate, by the way, is issued by by Abu Dhabi Judicial Department. So it's issued by um, the authority and official authority and the judicial authority. So this authority. is a, this is an automatically attested document, if you like, isn't it? For purposes of the UAE, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now it is uh, it is advised, in particular for Muslims, to also take that certificate and attest it by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in the, the UAE or MOFA, which is a very easy, and more administrative process. Mm -hmm. But it's advisable to do so. So it's just another kind of a stamp of approval, especially for Muslims, sure. because it's such a new service. And also that would, for the future, whenever you want to use a certificate in other jurisdictions or for other purposes, um, having the UAE um, Ministry uh, MOFA stamp would uh, be just an, an added benefit. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that pretty much covers it, really. Is there any anything we've missed? Any other points that you think are relevant that you'd like to make? No, I just I think I think we've kind of covered it all. I just want to reemphasize the the importance of the groundbreaking uh, uh, idea or notion of this. Of, of this option now being available in the UAE, how f how far we've moved and how fast we've moved. As I mentioned earlier, I've been here for so long and I've had so many requests over the years, people wanting to um, uh, to have a civil marriage. Uh, also, one more important thing is that what ends up happening is that, because remember, the law is called civil marriages and its effects. So therefore, in the event of, for example, a divorce uh, in the future or um, issues of custody uh, and guardianship or inheritance, Mm. Now, by definition, a couple that got married under ADJD and under this law number 14, um, uh, then they're subject, their relationship, and that's why it's called the, it's the, the effects of the marriage. So the relationship is governed by this law. 
So in other words, let's say in the event of a, a divorce, which law would apply to the divorce? Because yeah. in the past, and we know so many people in the UAE who have different nationalities, different religions, you know, different ethnicities, and and um, uh, and their kids can have even yet different passports in addition to that. Uh, so in the event of the divorce, the big question was always which law applies uh, to the divorce? Yeah. Is it the is it the law of the husband? Is it the law of the mother? Is it the law of of the UAE? Is it the law and also don't forget a lot of people here have multiple citizenships right or is it the law of where they got married or is it the law of where they live now or one of the other parties i mean there's so many different laws that could have applied and and in in the past and used to be um sort of argued often uh but um the particular uh, idea but now if you get married under adjd you're governed by this law. So therefore, you, your divorce is governed. And, and, this, and the law is pretty substantive in terms of, and detailed in terms of, okay, what happens in terms of division of assets? Uh, similarly, with regards to guardianship, same thing. If you get married um, under ADJD in the event of a divorce, um, the, the law itself is very specific. The guardianship, for example, is split 50-50. So if you choose to have a civil marriage, even if you're Muslims, uh, then under this law, when you decide to divorce, your divorce would be subject to the same law, which means the guardianship will be 50-50. So the mother has and the father has, unlike, for example, which is unlike what would normally happen if the UAE personal status law applied to Muslims divorcing. And similarly for inheritance. Um, So this is important, is that basically once you choose to get married under ADJD, you no longer need to argue, oh, it should be the law of Lebanon versus US or Australia versus um, France, for example, uh, or whatever multiple nationalities or citizenships that you may hold. Uh, so it is, you have now one uh, law um, that applies to not just the marriage, but all the other effects of, of the marriage. That is another edition of Logical Civil Marriages for Muslims in the UAE, and it is now possible. As ever, thanks for watching, listening, or both. Thanks to our legal expert, managing partner at Yamalava and Pleska, Ludmila Yamalava. Thank you. My pleasure. You can find us at LY Law, social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. Our podcasts are free at lylawyers.com. To have a legal question answered in a future episode of Logical or to talk to a qualified UAE experienced legal professional, click the contact button at lylawyers.com.